Bonjour. Welcome to the Emily in Paris Fans Podcast. I created this podcast for fans just like you who love Emily in Paris and are super excited to binge out on the new season of Emily in Paris on Netflix. Let's watch the new season together and talk about fashion, love, relationships, and life in Paris. I'm Dimple Dang. I'm your host. I'm a marketing expert, podcast coach, and podcaster. Stay party. Hey there. So for those of you who did not get to tune in to season one of Emily in Paris, and you just somehow discovered this amazing show right now, I'm going to give you guys a quick recap of season one. So you will not be lost when you go to season two. All right. So Emily is a Chicago girl, which is the same city that I'm originally from. And she works at a marketing PR firm and her boss is actually supposed to go to Paris, but her boss cannot go. And instead she sends Emily. So Emily shows up to Paris for this job, not knowing an ounce of French or anything, but she's very enthusiastic and she's very excited and at least she's fashionable. So she fits right in and she shows up and... Sylvie, who is her boss, doesn't really like her too much in the beginning, but Sylvie seems like the type of person who's hard on everyone, so she probably doesn't open up to people too quickly. I think it takes her some time, and that's okay. So Emily's in Paris now, and she's so excited, and she still has a boyfriend in Chicago, but her boyfriend ends up not liking this whole long-distance thing, and he's like, hey, Emily... Either you move back to Chicago or I'm going to break up with you. And Emily's thinking, no, I don't think so. I'm in Paris with this amazing job opportunity that is once in a lifetime. And I'm not coming back to Chicago, at least not yet. So Emily and her boyfriend break up. And wherever Emily seems to go, she just attracts all the men. I think that it's because she's a little bit It's because she's not from there and she's American. I think that they have an attraction to Americans. And you have to admit, she is absolutely gorgeous and she's very sweet. She's got that, you know, beautiful smile and she is quite fashionable. And she's also a little bit entertaining and funny. So if you look at the little quirks that she has, it is probably appealing to men. So on season one... Emily moves into this building, and as you guys know in Paris, or if you don't know, I'll tell you now, most buildings do not have elevators in Paris, so everything is stairs. So she's got a neighbor, you know, that lives in her building, and his name is Gabriel. And Gabriel is this, like, hot neighbor, young, sexy, good-looking, and he also happens to have a restaurant, and he's a chef. And Emily meets him and he is just sweet as can be. And he never really discloses that he has a girlfriend, but Emily had to find out the hard way. Poor Emily. But, you know, there's a little bit of attraction, a little bit of flirtation. And Emily leans in when she was at his place and she kisses him one day. Of course, he didn't stop her, but he's a guy. But on the same token, Emily at the time did not know that Gabriel has a girlfriend. Yes, Gabriel has a girlfriend. And her name is Camille. And Camille is beautiful. She's got blonde hair. 
and she comes from a very wealthy family. And Gabriel's been trying to open up his own restaurant, but he doesn't really have the funds to do it. And she's been talking to her family and saying, hey, you know, my family will invest in your restaurant, but, you know, Gabriel, he's a different kind of guy. He's not like someone who's just going to use her for that or take her family's money. He believes in working hard. He believes that he wants to do it on his own. He doesn't really want their relationship dynamic to be about her family helping him. And I think he would just feel awkward. And quite frankly, I don't blame him. I think that that dynamic would not work out later. I think there would be weird feelings. He would feel like he was beneath them or they might feel like they are better, they did something for him, so then he owes them something. And I think he was smart when he just declined. So that's that. And so Emily, you know, has got all these like different clients, and and then she's got this amazing Instagram page that she has set up for Emily in Paris. And wherever she goes, she takes all of these amazing photos, and she's posting them on Instagram And her Instagram is really climbing up there. It's growing and people are engaging, they're following, and she did a really good job of that. So great job on that, Emily. And then, and then there was this woman that's like, oh, Emily, can I have a meeting with you? So Emily goes to meet her at like their version of the Ralph Lauren restaurant. And she tells Emily that there's going to be a fashion show and can she appear donate a dress for charity. And so Emily's like, oh yeah, sure. I can, I can work it out. So she convinces Pierre to donate a dress to charity. And this dress is very couture. It's beautiful. And it's one of those pieces that you would say it's one of a kind. And so the model who's supposed to model the dress was not able to make it to the show. And the person in charge of the models comes up and says, Matthew, do you have like a list of backup models you can call? Like, what can we do? And Matthew is like, you know what? I have the perfect person in mind. And guess who that perfect person was? Of course, it was Emily. And so Emily gets pushed into modeling this amazing dress on stage and presenting. And she's like, uh, okay, I guess I'll do it. She doesn't really have a choice. I mean, this is business. And, you know, when you're in that situation, you do what you're supposed to do to get the job done. And that's what she did. But little does she know, there's like these guys there that are like called gray space. And they literally remind me of Ghostbusters. And that's her vibe. And there was like an auction to bid on that dress and people are bidding and they're driving the bid up. So ultimately they won the bid and they go up to the front by the stage where Emily was standing there in the dress and they have their machine guns like the ones that you would see in Ghostbusters and they shoot at Emily and there's like paint and the paint comes out and they don't shoot one time. They shoot one time, two times, three times. And her dress is destroyed with all of this paint. And as a result of that, Pierre is so upset because this is his creation and Everything that happened at that show showed up in the newspapers literally the next morning. And he was really humiliated. He was embarrassed. He was really just not feeling 
like leaving his house even because he just felt like it was so bad for his reputation what happened. And do we blame Emily? I don't know if I blame her. I mean, the only thing that she really did is agree to donate a dress, right? And I guess there's a, there's not really any harm in donating a dress. The rest of it was that she got forced into modeling the dress, right? You guys, so if she was forced into it, that's that. But she didn't volunteer and say, oh, I want to model the dress. And she didn't know these guys were going to do what they did. And they did, right? So the situation is what it is. But I really felt bad for Emily at that moment. And not just did I feel bad, but at that moment when Emily goes back to the office the next day, Sylvie is furious because they lose the account. And she thinks it's because of it's all Emily's fault. So she fires Emily. But in France... From what I heard on the show, you can't really fire people and it's not easy to get rid of them. So Emily's colleagues and friends at the firm tell her, like, listen, Emily, you may not know this, but in France, they can't fire you. It's not that easy to get rid of you. They have to go through all of these different things. So just come back to work tomorrow. And so Emily's like, okay. So Emily comes back to work tomorrow and Sylvie sees her there. And Sylvie's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, you know, you actually can't fire me from what I hear. So I might as well just come back. And Sylvie's just kind of like at this point, she's like, I can't be bothered with Emily. Fine, Emily, do whatever, but stay out of my way kind of attitude. And so Pierre, we'll go into this story, is that Pierre also has a nephew and his name is Matthew. And Matthew, you know, has a little bit of a crush on Emily and he invites her to meet up one night and she's like, oh, I have to go to this art gallery thing with my friends. He's like, oh, great. Where is it? Send me the address. I'll meet you there. And he didn't just say it. He actually showed up. And after that, I think they grabbed dinner and they were walking. And, you know, on, on a second date, whatever you want to call it, he invited her to meet him at this restaurant. And she gets there and he's like, she gets there and she doesn't see him. And she's like, well, where are you? And he's like, I didn't say I was in the restaurant. I said I was by the restaurant. And he tells her to come outside. She goes outside and he is waving to her on this boat in the river. And that is just so romantic. And it's exactly what Paris is all about. So she goes out there and she gets in the boat with him. And I think they had this wonderful evening. She goes back to his place and they are on the balcony. He's got the most beautiful view ever. And they exchange a kiss and then his phone rings and he doesn't answer. I think his cell phone rang and he didn't answer. But then the home phone rang and he's like, oh, I have to get that because the only person who calls me on the home phone is Pierre. And Pierre is really upset right now, so I have to take this call. So he got on the phone. He had to leave, and Emily was left there and showed herself out. And then also on this season, Emily was supposed to arrange a dinner for her coworkers. And the restaurant that she thought she made reservations at, when she got there, they're like, no, we can't fit you in. We're totally booked. We don't have any vacancy. Sorry. So then she's thinking, well, what do I do? So she thinks about... The fact that Gabriel, you know, has his restaurant and he's a chef and he's her friend, he's her neighbor, and she arranges for everyone to go there. So they go there and Sylvie can see 
that there's something going on between them, even if it's just chemistry at this point. And so after everyone leaves, Emily goes to talk to Gabriel and she's thanking him and she kisses him and he kisses her back. And I think he was a little shocked, but this is not the first kiss, you guys. This is the second kiss. And then he discloses to her that he's actually leaving and he's moving to Normandy to open up, you know, a restaurant there. And at this point, she wasn't expecting that. So she's so shocked and she's like, wow, he's moving to Normandy. And at this point, you know, she doesn't really want um, him to move, but it is what it is. And then she also didn't realize that he had a girlfriend. So then she sees Camille, who she had become friends with, from meeting her out and about. And Camille was really friendly towards her and, you know, always like was inviting her to events and things like that. So Camille comes by and she's like, oh, hey, honey. And she gives Gabriel a kiss. And Emily's like, I can just see the look on her face. She's like, oh my God, I didn't know he had a boyfriend. Yeah, Emily, he didn't tell you, did he? Hmm. But you didn't ask him, did you? But then again, he seemed pretty single to me if I say so myself, but you never know. So I think it's always a good idea to ask, but Emily's like, oh my God, like he's leaving and I can just see the look on her face, but she's also like, oh, I didn't know he had a girlfriend. So I think a little bit, she's kind of like, well, might as well give up on him. Like, where's this going to go? I'm just going to be the other woman and that's no fun. And the problem is that she can't get him off of her mind. And she knows that he's going to be leaving the next day. So she goes to the restaurant and the restaurant's locked and she's banging on the door. And then he, he come and then Gabriel comes out from the side door and he's like, are you okay? Are you looking for me? What's going on? And she's like, yeah, I was looking for you. And then she, you know, she, she talks to him and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty much, you know, going to be gone tomorrow morning and and this is happening. And she's like, oh my God, like, really? Are you sure? And he's like, yeah, it's for the best. And so one thing leads to another and Emily and Gabriel end up hooking up and she has the most amazing sex of her life. At least that's what she says on episode two. And she can't get him out of her mind. And then she rushes over in the morning because she just has to see him one last time before he goes and she misses him and she goes to the restaurant and everything seems locked up and she gets her and she sees that Anton is sitting there and Anton's like oh hey Emily and she's like hey what are you doing here he's like yeah I'm um, I'm buying this place so Anton ends up being the investor for the restaurant and he wants to rename it, redo it. And guess what? You guys, Gabriel is not going to Normandy. Gabriel is staying in Paris. And now the drama really begins because Emily finds herself in a little bit of a love triangle and she feels very guilty because Camille is supposedly her friend and Gabriel Well, we don't know what he is yet, but he's definitely hot. And you guys will just have to tune in to see what happens. And if you listen to my next episode, I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek into into season two, episode one of some of the things that are going to happen, as well as a sneak peek into some of the new characters that are going to be on this season. 
And I will say so myself that there is a new character that is going to be a little bit of a love interest for Emily. Spoiler alert, and his name is Alfie on the show. And he's a sarcastic Brit. And he is H-O-T. He's hot. Like he's got some serious sex appeal. So you guys will just have to tune in on Netflix to see who this new guy is and see the chemistry between them because, you know, Gabriel's hot too. So it's just like, oh, Emily, you are a rock star because you get all the hot guys, all of them. And you know what? In Chicago, I don't know what you were doing with that guy. He seemed a little boring, Emily. I'm glad you got rid of him. <laughs> all right, you guys, I will see you on the next episode. Make sure you subscribe And if you have other friends that are Emily and Paris fans, make sure you tell them about this podcast so that they don't miss out. And I encourage you guys to go grab a bottle of French wine and binge watch a couple of episodes together and listen to the podcast afterwards. It will be so much fun. All right, you guys, see you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Emily and Paris fans podcast. You can go to my podcast website, www.emilyandparisfanspodcast.com to listen to all of the episodes. If you're enjoying my podcast, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcast. I would be truly grateful and promise to release more content for you. If you have a friend who loves Emily in Paris, make sure you share my podcast with them. Also, go subscribe on Apple Podcast, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes release. And if I've inspired you to launch your own podcast, check out the show notes to learn about my Launch Your Podcast Masterclass. Follow me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And if you would like to support the production of this podcast, feel free to use the donate button on the website or the link on the show notes. Je t'apprécie.